Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. And we're two Tenderfoot tourists. Welcome to episode 100, A Taste of Route 66. Today on Two Tenderfoot Tours, we'll be talking about an 80-foot blue whale, a 66-foot tall soda bottle, and Route 66. So we decided to take a little road trip, didn't we? We did. And I love it when we take our little road trips because it's just not completely spur of the moment necessarily because we did plan and we got our hotel room and stuff. But we we really just kind of decided to take off early so that we look around as we drove too. And we actually got a chance to check a few things off our bucket list. Right. I mean, was it two years ago? (laughs) Almost two two years. years ago that we talked about Route 66. We we found things on there that just fascinated us, and, and we got to see a couple of those. And it'd time. take a lot more than a weekend to cover all of them. Oh, yeah. I, I wish we had time to actually travel the full length and just see everything. Right. So when we first started off on our podcast, we talked, like you said, Route 66, episodes 10, 11, and 12. Right. And it was a three-part series, and we basically went through and cherry-picked certain uh, things along Route, Route 66. Route 66. First of all. Steve, tell people where Route 66 goes. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, Depending on whether you're going east or west, if you're going west, you'd start off in Chicago, Illinois, and it'll take you through Illinois, through Missouri, uh, a little portion of Kansas, uh, Oklahoma, then on to California and Santa Monica Pier. So that gives you a general idea. Right, and then if you're going east, it's the... Same thing in reverse. reverse. (laughs) So it goes to the same places. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, back in episode 12, we had a special guest on, Hannah, and she, with her grandparents, had the opportunity, the wonderful opportunity, to travel Route 66. And she discussed a few of the destinations with us about ones that she would recommend, basically, the ones that really caught her interest. And she told us about several, actually, but since we were just going to Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. we decided to seek out a couple of really interesting ones. Right. We're going to tell uh, you about that today. Make a long story short, it has an immense history, Route 66. It is actually the one that started the roadside attractions. Um, Okay. Route 66 is a part of uh, American history and Americana. Not only attracts people in the U.S., but more so does it attract people from other countries. People come from all over the world to travel Route 66. And it's not an easy road to travel, even to this day. It was before the interstate. And when the interstate went in, a lot of these businesses that set up shop on Route 66, like hotels, and they ended up... uh, They lost everything. They lost everything. There were towns that became ghost towns. Mm -hmm. And... They, they're just gone. Yeah. A lot of cities just went up overnight because of Route 66. Mm-hmm. Uh, so highly recommend you looking into Route 66 as a possible road trip getaway. Right. And even if even if you only have a couple days, just like what we did, take just one part of it and just mm-hmm. go check it out. Um, we actually have locally here uh, about 20 minutes away from us is part of Route 66, and they have a little museum, the whole bit, and they're rebuilding. Red's, uh, the giant hamburger, uh, and, and uh, it was it was an iconic restaurant that was on, in fact, it's the first ever in the U.S. drive-through restaurant. 
Yeah, so that's something. If you're interested in coming to Springfield, that's something. Uh, not only uh, wonders of wildlife, but you also have uh, a lot of Route 66 heritage here as well. Yeah, it's so, a big deal around here. Yeah, and also Best Western over there, mm-hmm. over on uh, Glenstone. Uh, Elvis Presley stayed there. A lot of famous people stayed there, and that was a part of Route 66 as well. So I'm smiling. Uh, I, I know, just right? think that's very cool. So uh, anyway, Route 66. You and I, that is a bucket list, and we barely checked it off on yeah. our little trip l- this weekend. Yes, definitely. And uh, we, we got to visit some places we've only talked about. I want to say, mm-hmm. before we get into the details, since we're talking about just traveling Route 66, I want to talk about just driving, period. Oh, okay. Guys, if you're going to do road trips, be smart and research, research, research. And you probably won't think of researching what I'm getting ready to mention. But we spent $30 in tolls. in tolls. That's a lot of money for tolls. Right. (laughs) So be sure and check into that because if you think, oh, we'll just do a cheap little road trip. We'll take our food with us and we'll just go check out these things. Check and see if you're going to have tolls. It can turn off not so cheap if you're not careful. Yeah, because we traveled on I-44 instead Mm -hmm. of like the Route 66. We only like rode on Route 66 for about 30 or 40 miles. Right, because we had a limited amount of time. So we we were just going to like – Jump off and check out places. Exactly. So um, with that being said, the interstate is what killed Route 66, and that's what's also charging us $30. Yeah, that's what kills us on <laughs> taking little trips. Dang. In Oklahoma. I was griping the whole time. Every you time were. we'd have to pay, I'm like, are you stinking kidding yeah. me? Another toll? Make me grumpy. I do. Yeah. But anyway. Tolls. Um, Tolls, Route 66. Now, if you take Route 66, I'm not sure how many tolls they'll actually experience. Because sometimes the Route 66 will actually jump onto the interstate and jump back off again. So it just depends. I would say be smart. Just plan for anywhere around 50 bucks for tolls. And then if you don't spend that, you're lucky. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Tolls are stupid. So (laughs) tolls are so stupid. Um, so what do you want to talk about first? Uh, I think we should talk about pops. I mean, you had mentioned earlier that Hannah told us a few things and that is one of them that she was really excited about. Pops is an interesting, uh, place for instance. Um, just from the name of it, you kind of get the idea of maybe what you're getting I honestly would have thought that it was, uh, named after an older gentleman Mm -hmm. and that everybody called him pops. I could see that. Uh, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Pops is not something that was built back in the 1920s or 30s or 40s or 50s. Actually, it was just real recently that it was actually right, built. Right, but it does have that Route 66 vibe, and that's why it belongs there. It really fits. Well, and it, what it does is true to anything on Route 66 that it has to have that eye catcher. It has to have that roadside attraction feel, and they've done that with a 66-foot-tall pop bottle out front. Right. It's entirely made of metal. It's a sculpture. And it's pretty cool, actually. We thought it was pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, especially at night when it's supposed to – it glows and it, and it, ha- and it yeah, has – Yeah, we didn't uh, get to see it glow. It's okay. on a bit of a light show for you. But the, what the place is is it's like a gas station, convenience store, mm-hmm. um, diner, and then how much – what have we come to the conclusion of? How many different kinds of soda pop? Uh, I think uh, I think we read that it's like between 600 to 700 – Different kinds. Styles and difference. And you even read I counted. Okay. I love orange soda. I'm a big orange soda person, especially orange cream. 
oh baby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I counted, and I believe there were around sixty different kinds of orange soda alone. Yeah, and and it's not just like what U.S. This is this is what makes it stand out. For instance, uh, and that's also the reason why that you have like four thousand seven hundred and fifty people, uh, or four hundred seventy five thousand people each year visit this place. Okay? Oh, and I believe it. It was an extremely busy. Place. It was really busy, but it, it has it has soda pop from all over the world. Um, they listed off uh, Austria. Uh, Italy, England, El Salvador, Brazil, Lebanon, uh, or is it Lebanon? I mean, I guess it's Lebanon. Lebanon. It's Lebanon. Oh, it, well, if it's out of the country, it's Lebanon. Lebanon. Yes, you're correct. Lebanon, Canada, Jamaica, and Mexico are just a name of a few different countries they receive soda from. I just think that's really cool. Uh, I will say this. The place was so busy that when we went over to pick our sodas, we didn't get to really look like we wanted to. We wanted to literally look at the name of all these different sodas. It was and crazy. It's just too busy. You were you were being rude if you stuck around in front of one um, freezer cooler. That's what I meant. Cooler for very long. And um, a lot of the sodas were not refrigerated because there's so many kinds. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they could have made a bigger store easily. Oh yeah, they could have. <laughs> it's incredible. Easily. But I would do it totally differently if we did it again. I would copy them, print them out, because mm-hmm. they have a list online of flavors. I would go through and I would highlight everything I was interested in. Oh, yeah, no joke. <laughs> and then I would just go in and go to the counter and say, can you find these for me? Right. <laughs> because I think it had been a lot easier in the long run. I agree. Uh, I mean, it, it, just because of the fact that it's like uh, it would make it a lot easier for you to just like, I want these. These are the ones I'm interested in. Do you still have these in stock? We probably would have bought a six-pack. If we would have had that availability, but instead we just grabbed one a piece and left because, well, we ate lunch. Yeah, we did. Well, um, which is we were dying. <laughs> now, what do you think of, of the diner area and the dining and the food in general? Okay, first I want to say the service was really good. It was good. It was very clean in the dining area, mm-hmm. and I thought the food was good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I won't say it was like the best burger I've ever had, but I thought the food was good. I tell you what, it would be a good lunch to have if you've driven on Route 66 all day, and it would be something very well welcomed. What we didn't do, and I wish we would have, I wish we would have shared a float. Yeah, they they, they are very popular for their, their floats there. Yeah, I wish we would have done that, and we could have gotten two straws. Oh, that's that It would been all romantic. romantic. We could have yeah. asked the waitress to take our picture. <laughs> we could have. What were we, we thinking? Could've. We could have done our own. Darn, we're good at taking pictures, I'm telling I know, you. Right? <laughs> But uh, they also – the waitress says you have a bottle of soda that you are interested in drinking with your meal. So basically you can go and pick your soda, yeah, bring you it to go, the table. Yep. And they'll give you ice and you can just drink it right then if yeah. it's not already cold. Yeah. You can put it on ice. Um, I thought that was a really neat addition to it all. Yeah, it really It's was. kind of funny though because you walk through the door and <laughs> there's this little podium there like yeah. you would see in a restaurant. Um, big whiskeys or something. Sure. And they're like, how many? <laughs> yeah, how many is it? You, yeah. <laughs> it's for a diner. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised we actually found a place to sit. It was so I, busy there. It got a lot busier right after we came in. Did yeah. you notice that? Yep. I was glad we ate when we did. Uh, I love the fries. <laughs> the fries were delicious. The fries were so good. Now, just to give uh, everybody an idea of what this place kind of looks like outside of the fact that you have the 66-foot-tall soda bottle outside. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 
you had four walls and two walls of which are at like a 45-degree angle and they're complete glass with right. glass shelving. with a Filled v- with soda pop bottles. Filled from top to bottom, side to side, just pop bottles of all and different kinds. Of course we did what everybody else would do. We tried to touch one. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all fastened down. They are, yeah, so <laughs> they're you can't smart. drink those. You can't knock them off accidentally. <laughs> so, so that's good considering how clumsy we I are. I won't lie. It did make me a little nervous. Because yeah. I, I, I hope those things are on there. You know? Yeah. And once I touched one, it was, stu- it was stuck. I was like, oh, that's how they do yeah. that. And little kids don't knock them off. And people don't try to climb up and get another bottle. <laughs> no. But uh, anyway, so if if this is a place that really – which, by the way, it's kind of weird to where it's situated, by the way. It's kind of – got farmland across yeah, the street. Yeah, it's not in a metropolitan area it like isn't. you would expect. It's kind of out in the open. It's still within the city limits, but it's just on the outside of town. So, But Arcadia has a lot of other things to offer, one of which we didn't have time to visit. The, the old the, red barn? The, um, round barn? The, the round, old round barn. There you go. <laughs> I wish we had time to stop there. Maybe some other time when we um, are passing through on our way. Yeah, because that thing has a lot of history also. I think we may have talked about that originally on our Route 66 we may have podcast. Episode 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, yes. Oh, That's so long ago. Please forgive us for how bad the audio might be on that. I'll just get a good laugh out of it. Um, <laughs> so messed up. We were still learning. Yes. We're still learning, folks. Um, something else to let everybody know. Um, we'll try to get lots of pictures. Pictures up. I think we already posted oh, yeah. our pictures from Pops. So just check out Facebook and be sure and look on our website. We have a new website. So look on our website and you'll see pictures and we'll tell about things as we get things posted. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And uh, let us know if you've been to Pops and let us know how you liked it, what you liked the most about it. What is the soda that you Share your the pictures most? with yeah, us. share the pictures with us. We'd love to see them. Uh, Pops is, uh, of course, on Route 66. The store is open daily from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Lunch and dinner are served from 10.30 to 9 p.m., 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Breakfast is also served Saturdays and Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Something else I wanted to say is the 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 food were, the prices were good. They were very competitive. I wouldn't say they were terribly high for a a Mm -mm. food um, diner experience. So um, try out Pops. (laughs) And their gift store was pretty good, too. Their T-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. They had lots of lots of different shirts and several hats too. Mm-hmm. Um, they had coasters. They had different kinds of bottle openers. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. So um, anyway, yeah, yeah, that uh, that's pops um, on Route sixty six. Now that means that uh, we can talk about now that we're done with that one. Oh yeah, okay. This is the one I was excited about. Oh wait, before we go, oh, go no. into that, okay. <laughs> before we go on, you can also they have a they have a website pops sixty six that's number six six dot com, and uh, just look at the soda ranch and they give you all the sodas they normally keep in stock there. You can you can look at them. They give brand names the whole nine yards. It's a fascinating thing, and they even have the option to share. That soda with other people on Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway. That's smart. Yep. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Okay. we When we talked about this next one um, way back when, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, okay, this sounds like the coolest idea ever. It does. Okay. So we went to the Blue Whale of Katosa. Okay. Uh, it's a popular, iconic uh, thing that you can see from – Route 66, as you're driving by, it sits right in a pond. And what it is, a giant, how, how many feet? 
80 feet. 80 feet long blue whale. Right, and it's made out of concrete and what else was it? I kind of rebar pipe. Uh, yeah. I mean, just all kinds of. And it's adorable. It kind of has a cartoony look to it. It it's really neat though because it has a little ball cap on top of its head. <laughs> but what what's really really cool about it is it's built out on a pond. You walk in on a um, it's like a little dock leading into his mouth. You walk into his mouth. And it's wide open, almost like in a great big smile. Mm -hmm. And you can stand inside of his head area and his body area. And then you walk outside again onto the tail part of it. Mm -hmm. And if you're inside the body area, though, you can see out both sides through the the slides that have been built that are representing the the fins Mm -hmm. on either side. Yeah. But there's these little slides for the children to slide down and land in the pond. It's the cutest idea. It's it pretty. It's really very creative. creative. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you cannot get in the water anymore. That's something that's against the rules. And you can't climb um, out on the slides and stuff like that. If you keep walking, though, towards the back, like I said, you walk outside again and you go to the tail. You can either go into the tail and mm-hmm. look out the back back end mm-hmm. of it. Or you can climb up a ladder again and climb up on top of the tail. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming people used to dive off of it. But it's the neatest thing. I mean, it's it's built in 72, I believe. Yeah, he began construction in 70 and ended in 72. Um, and, and what was this built for again? Was it his wife his for wife's their anniversary? 34th an- uh, wedding anniversary. Now, when we when we showed up there, they had a gift store. And we talked to a nice lady that was there. I didn't catch her name. But she handed us a little paper that detailed a little bit of history and things about the blue whale and people who were associated with it, who helped build it, et cetera, and the reasons why. The blue whale starts back with the man who actually built it, which was – his name was Hugh Davis. He actually worked for the Tulsa Zoo, and him and his wife were both very much involved with um, zoology. So they had on his property, they had a pond that him and his uh, kids and everyone loved to play in. They used to whittle out uh, canoes. This is all according to the paperwork that the, the paper that they gave us at the yeah, whale. Yeah, they, they have Blue a hand, yeah, they have a hand out there that they give to the visitors. Which if you go there, I recommend that you pick it up because it is an, a real it's quick very read. informative. It's very informative. But, uh, he, he, it's like he wanted to, they, they wanted to give him something to play on basically. So he started sketching out a, a blue whale and he was the kind of guy that had the mindset that if you put your mind to it and whatever you decide to do, just go do it and finish it. Basically a work ethic like none other. If you start it, finish it. Exactly. So he, every time you'd sketch out a fish for the pond for the kids to play on, mm-hmm. like on a napkin or whatever it is, it just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, he ended up uh, spending like all kinds of – two years building this giant blue <laughs> whale out there that you were talking about. He put in 2,920 hours And you said it started – he started building it in 1970 and finished it in 1972. 1972. Now, the, the interesting thing about that is, is that it becomes such an attraction as people drove by. He just originally built it for his kids. It becomes such an attraction. People pull over and people would start playing on this thing. 
without and, being invited. With, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't mention if they, you know, hey, come on in, you know, without an invitation yeah. or anything. But that's what it, it sounds certainly like. sounded like that, didn't it? But uh, anyway, so make a long story short, people would slide off of it and they'd jump off the, the tail and do all kinds of crazy things. Nowadays, they'd be worried about lawsuits. And they actually mentioned that in the paper. This really? Says, Unbelievably, nobody got bitten by a snake. Nobody broke a limb, got any cuts or bruises, and there was no lawsuits. So they were in, in – according to the paper, they felt like they were very blessed. It was a good time. Um, so it – it, 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 the thing is, it's like 20 foot tall, 80 foot long structure. Uh, he put in a, a hundred hours or more. Uh, a friend of his, Harold, uh, Harold Thomas, he was a welder who was a neighbor. He just came over, at the goodness of his own heart, just for the fun of it, helped him weld this thing together and slap on the. It concrete. sounds like you and Sean. It does. <laughs> you guys do that. Do you stuff just, like that. I, I still remember when we helped with sets for um, oh, children's that was so plays. Much fun. At our church, and you guys built part of a submarine out of paper mache, <laughs> and then we get it built, and we didn't know how we were going to get get it there. <laughs> yeah, it was like, how are we going to get it in the and door? And then we barely made it through the door. Yeah. With it. We're like, oh, what yeah. if we can't get it through the door? <laughs> We've done that numerous times, by the way. Built something too big to fit through the door. But um, anyway, so it began. It became one of the best love iconic Route sixty six. Uh, uh, Stop-offs, basically, to stop by. Um, and it says right here on the paper that uh, from 11 a.m. until dark every day except Mondays or when it rained, people swam, picnic, and fished in the pond. Speaking of picnic, they still have picnic tables there. They're really cute, too. They're, um, they are. They are really creative. Aren't they like – the, they're little whales, yeah. and then you, you use the, the the spout from the whale, and is uh, is the table in front of the kid. It's it's a it's a very cute idea. Uh, it looks like they probably would have little birthday parties there and stuff. You can fish there, but it is a catch and release. There is no keeping the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were there, it was kind of cute. There was a little family there with little ones, and they were yelling and screaming about mm-hmm. everything. But it was, it, you know, it's outdoorsy. It's okay. It, it was a neat environment. Honestly, I think it was cool. I would have loved to have seen what it looked like in its heyday. I would have too because just seeing it up close and personal, of course, you could tell it was old. Yeah. But it was still really cool. When you see my pictures, you're going to be blown away. That is amazing. <laughs> it was very incredible. And it's no wonder why. I mean, it's you, you, you took pictures like we were coming up to it. I was looking at the GPS and you're going like, I said, get ready. We're getting ready to see it because I didn't know where the turnoff was. And all of a sudden it was there and Boom. I'm just snapping stuff out the window. So. And you got some excellent shots. Well, it, they weren't blurry. We'll put it that way. But it's a really good way to see from the road what mm-hmm. it looked like. And then we have some that when we got closer that really show the the um, definition of the whole thing. Um, I forgot to say when we were describing it as we walk in it, and when you first walk inside the head, there's also a ladder that goes up to the other level in the head. It's not very big. It sounds big, but it's really not but you could go up in there and look out the little portholes on the sides. Right. It's 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 very creative. In fact, uh, I posted pictures on Instagram. So uh, if you're interested in seeing what we did, uh, go to our Instagram page and check those out. Um, hopefully, I'll have them up on our website pretty soon. And I'm sure we'll share them on Facebook also. I'm sure. Um, so uh, now to wrap this up. Okay, let's let's. I could talk them. a long time about it. It's just really fun. I could too. I I just absolutely love it. It's such an iconic sort of 
destination, essentially. Okay, so let's give a, everybody a kind of a brief history of where they are right now. And okay. it takes us back to 1988 when uh, Hugh, with crippling arthritis, um, closed the whale in 1988. Uh, Hugh died in January 11th of 1990, and his wife, Zelta, to whom he had given the whale as an anniversary gift, passed away on August 1st of 2001. All right. The Bulu Whale is now owned by Dee Dee Davis Belt and her husband Dick, Blaine, and her sons John and Paul. Keep the grounds maintained and the gates open so people can continue to, to enjoy the Blue Whale. Now, restoration of the Blue Whale has been an ongoing effort. In 1997, the Katosa Chamber of Commerce refurbished the fading landmark. Volunteers, private companies, family members, and the Hampton Inns have pledged time, money, and energy to maintain the site. So it's one of those things that if I ever got a, you know, the, won the lottery, I would, I would definitely go in and just absolutely restore and renovate the place. Right, exactly. Just because you just have a, a, a love for what has been built there. Because this man built it for his kids. That's awesome. I mean, how often can you say that there's a person out there that would do that? I mean, his own money, his own time. Yeah. He built it with his own two hands. Yep. I mean, so. and it's it was right there where they lived. So that meant people over all the time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's giving of yourself big time. That is big, giving of yourself big time. So anyway, the Blue Whale of Katosa, Route 66 destination, as long, along with Pops 66. What's the total – what's the whole name for Pops? Pops uh, 66 is what it's called. Well, if somebody looked it up, I wanted them to be able to – Oh, okay. Well, you know, well, yeah, okay. To know the whole thing. You know what? If you want to, uh, I can go and go to the uh, Google Maps real quick here. Pops of Arcadia, Oklahoma 66. Uh, just says Pops Arcadia on, on Google Maps. Pops uh, Arcadia. Oakley Doakley. But they do have a uh, they do have a website pop66.com. You know what they have running at just outside of Pops Arcadia? What? Coffee Creek. <laughs> mm, <laughs> coffee. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Arcadia Ram Barn just a couple goes so, down. I got a question for you. What's that? I mean, now we have we have talked about Route 66 and kind of recapped on what that's all about. We've yeah. talked about um Pops, we've talked about the blue whale. Mm -hmm. Do we have an announcement we'd like to share with what? everyone? <laughs> yeah, you, you bet we do. I'm thinking I want to start teaching someone to call you Pops. <laughs> That's a nice segue right there. That's great. <laughs> How about you, Grammys? Eh, I'm not a Grammy. <laughs> okay, so. But um, if you didn't get the hint, we actually found out we're going to be grandparents. And we're so excited for Kyle and Alyssa. Um and it gets crazier because they're pregnant with twins. Ah, uh, that okay. So, and we this is our first grandchildren. It is our first grandchildren. Now, if anybody was listening to our podcast back last year, they got married in February of last year, right? And we had them on the podcast talking about their honeymoon destination. And remember, he got pulled over by the cops going really, really fast right after their wedding. Right, a, right as he was leaving their <laughs> wedding. <laughs> He's going like 85 and a And we 65. all said if we were the cop, we would have been very forgiving because he was a young man on his honeymoon. <laughs> but the cop was very forgiving. They only wrote him up for five mile an hour over. That was sweet. And it was a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, He was distracted. <laughs> it was an interesting podcast to hear about their honeymoon. Now, here we are. 
and they're having uh, almost a year and a half later, and they're pregnant, so and it's exciting. twins, and it's our first grandkids, and of course, anybody that knows our podcast again knows that her father is Steve's best friend. Yes. So we're getting to share this with Sean and Jen, so is we're real excited. 14 years this October? It will be 14 years this October since we met them, and we've been best friends since the moment we met. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it remains weird. Because <laughs> yeah. we are weird. You are weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're so excited. And you know what? Um, we uh, will be sharing way too much on this. Probably so, because we're proud <laughs> gar- grandparents at this point. You know, yes. So. I love the babies. Yeah. We talked about <laughs> that for a while. Okay. And I'm thinking when – okay, the night we told my parents <laughs> – we spent over an hour with Sean and Steve planning the huge playground they're going to build in Sean's backyard. He lives out with a lot of land, and they're going to build this insane playground. It's going to be insane. But I, after we went to see the Blue Whale recently, I'm just sitting here going, okay, I wouldn't put it past Sean to build something that extravagant. So this could be getting really interesting. And when we told Sean about it, he said, can we build a pond, Jen? <laughs> And she said, no. <laughs> no ponds, honey. The man is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting. I have never seen two old men so excited about not babies in my life. <laughs> no, you're not. You're still in your 40s, both of you. That's not very old. Soon to be 50. Counting them down. You got, what, nine months or so? Yeah. Give or take. No. Ten months. months. I'll give you that extra month. All You've right. got ten months. I got ten months. But anyway, so with that being said, we have ourselves a great episode. It has been. I I I, I love it when we get to talk about things we go do ourselves. It's fun. Route sixty six, which we talked about in this episode. I I want to take a month out. I know. And just travel it from one end to the other. Keep playing the lottery, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if anybody out there wants to say, you know what, we'll fund you, you go right ahead, have a great time. As we've said before, we are willing (laughs) to do that experiment for you. We are more than willing (laughs) to experience all that fun for you. But well, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode number 100. That's something we forgot to mention at the beginning, that, that this is a big deal for us. It is. This is our 100th episode. And we, we're making a few changes to our podcast, hopefully for the better. But um, episode 100, A Taste of Route 66. Two Tenderfoot Tourists is a weekly family-friendly podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, just to name a few. To get in touch with us and chat about this podcast or even your travel experiences, simply email us at tenderfoottourists at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our new website at twotenderfoottourists.com. That's T-W-O tenderfoottourists.com. Keep those suggestions coming. Maybe you will give us our best episode of 2019. I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. Until next time, stay tender.